Brothers and sisters, yesterday we saw St. Manuel's reaction, trying to account later on in life, that experience that he had in front of the tabernacle in this abandoned church, uh, the first parish that he was assigned to. And there he discovered, as we saw, the gaze of Jesus looking at him from the tabernacle. He was given a great grace to be aware that he was in front of a living person, and more than just a living person, he was in front of a divine person, uh, the person of Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity. And, uh, and so this, this awareness that he had would mark his whole life. And as I said yesterday at the end, kind of um, maybe cut short a bit uh, abruptly, and I just want to go on a little bit about some few other things that he said in that same account of that encounter that had changed his life. And he said that that he wanted so much to be the priest that would defend Christ against abandonment and ingratitude. To give relief to his heart with my holy sacrifices. To serve him with my feet by taking him wherever he is desired. This idea of the priest, you know, covering in the Lord in the Eucharist to, to God's people. And so at this point, you could say in his life, the reality of his priesthood probably came home to him, that he was a priest of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist and, and, and the minister of, of great grace in all the sacraments, but which take its life from the celebration of the Mass, the, from the Eucharist, from, from Christ himself. He goes on, he says, and with my hands, by giving alms in his name, even to those who do not love him. And with my mouth, by speaking of him and consoling others in his name. And by crying out to those who do not want to hear him. Until finally they would listen and begin to follow him. This would be a beautiful priesthood. All of us, not only priests, but all of us can learn from this, this, this encounter that St. Manuel had. On our life that all of us have to bring Christ in, in in some way to people but whether it's the presence of Christ in our soul the presence of Christ in the words that we speak when they come from the gospel when they come from from <clears throat> from truth we all are called to be to see our life in view of, of Jesus but where is Jesus most real and alive to us if not in the Eucharist and so our lives too have to find the tabernacle at the heart and of course the celebration of the mass has to be at the heart of our life of course all of this takes great faith and that's the difference you know like that's maybe the difference sometimes we see about why take the extreme example of say carthusian monks and nuns you know what is it they experience that allows them to to go into that life of complete solitude and silence if not, they have but have a profound faith in the reality and the presence of God and a reality of God that is totally satisfying to the heart or, or that, that, that allows a heart to leave all things for the sake of this God. And so different, we all have different levels of faith and we have to ask the Lord to help us grow in faith, grow in the awareness of the truths of our faith. And the same thing is true for the Eucharist. You know, all of us, I think, in some form or fashion, could be very much tempted to, to, to a lack of faith around the Eucharist. We might know this is the Lord, but, but we, 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 might, we might 
express forgetfulness around it. For example, like in the church, if we come into a church and people are praying and we continue to have conversations or we just have big, long chats and catch up. Yes, I mean, that's a good thing to, to speak with one another. But time and place is, is what's important. And when we do that in the church, we almost express a lack of faith about where we are of forgetfulness. Um, and if we really understood that the Lord of all glory was there in the tabernacle, then the atmosphere in the church would be different. And, and Bishop Emmanuel, St. Manuel says this, you know, and he recognizes in the dirty cloths, in the cobwebs around the tabernacle, with the disheveled church, a lack of faith. That, that if, if the people had understood that this was the Lord, that the Lord was really here, then they couldn't but treat that church differently that they would have had a clean, immaculate, they would have pulled out the best things. And so, but this has to be a challenge for all of us. Does my life really speak of the faith and love of this amazing mystery of Christ in the tabernacle? You know, do I, when I go to Mass or adoration, do I try to prepare beforehand? When I receive Holy Communion, I've just received the Lord. I've just received the entire point of my whole life and journey and um, do I linger after Mass in Thanksgiving? Sometimes we have duties, we have to go, but my experience has been, and my own temptation has been, that to, you know, to, to engage in talk or conversation straight after Mass, and we forget what we really were about. And we miss out so many graces, graces of healing, graces of interior transformation. So the point is just to we question ourselves today about our own faith and love around the Eucharist. 